Hey everyone, welcome to episode 121, Facebook Grass. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to listen. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And And have have harmony in the home. These titles literally cracked me up because the cool thing is we're creating like our own language. Like when you email me, you say things and I'm like, oh my gosh, how'd you know about that? You'd be like, uh, it's our podcast, you nitwit. I'm like, oh, that's right. We're creating our own language because this is language that happens within our four walls and the four walls I grew up in when I hang out with those cool people. It's just so wild that I will come up with an analogy that creates a life of its own and then other people use it too. That's wild to me. Like literally two synapses connected in my brain created a thought, which created an analogy, which created a story, which created this random title. And all of a sudden it's like a thing. So Facebook grass is a thing. It was created around pizza parlor parenting. They kind of go hand in hand. And so that's why I'm doing them back to back because I think this is an area a lot of people struggle with and they we don't talk about it. We need to talk about it. Get it out in the air because shame, like Brene Brown says, shame loves to grow in the dark. So the more we can shed light on things that we're all feeling shame about at once, then guess what? Shame doesn't grow. Shame disappears or shame gets smaller. What I used to tell my students in the schools when I would go to their classrooms when I was a counselor and I would go to the classrooms and I'd say, boys and girls, I know that you're dealing with a lot in your life right now. Here are some things you might be dealing with. And I always catered it to the age that I was talking to. But I would say something like, you might be dealing with mommy and daddy are arguing and maybe they're living in separate homes for the first time. Or maybe you're on the playground and have nobody to play with. This is for the younger kids. Or maybe you go to lunch and it's that big loud room and it's so overwhelming to you and you just wanna sit by yourself and you just wanna curl up and cry. Or you might think that it's hard to pay attention at school or it's hard to get along with your brother and sister and you just keep hitting them or they keep hitting you. These things are tough for you. I'm talking in the sing-song voice. And I would go on and on and on of all the different problems. And I could almost like scan the class and I could see what resonated with them because they might be playing with the carpet fiber and then they'd all of a sudden look up. And so I wanted to reach them by mentioning a lot of different examples because kids feel stress just like we feel stress. Stress is part of the human experience. So when we know that we feel stress in our 20s, 30s, and 40s, then we know that our kids do. It's just in proportion with their age and their stage. Sometimes six-year-olds, when I was a counselor, I was like, whoa, I'm 46 and this is way more than I could even handle at my age. So our kids are dealing with a lot, all kids are, because they're dealing with stress and learning how to become a human. And it's a hard process. So the more that we can give them grace and compassion and see the similarities in our lives versus the differences, then we don't have so much shame and judgment cast upon them with saying things like, act your age, you know better, your brother or sister's better than you. All those things that doesn't really inspire growth and change for our kids is a way to connect with them like, oh, you feel that emotion? I felt that way too sometimes when I was your age and I still do today at this age. And here's an example. So I would tell all the students all the different stressors that they might be feeling. 
Maybe your room's really messy and your mommy and daddy wants you to clean it up and you don't even know how to because you're so overwhelmed. That's how I feel about my closet sometimes. I know. So we can connect with them and relate with them. Then they kind of look up like, oh, wait, this, this chick's on my side. They don't know me from Adam because I was just like a traveling counselor, especially when I was new to the school. They're like, who's this chick with puppets? I mean, what is going on? I just don't even know what she's just awkward and weird. And she's talking in that weird voice. And then I mentioned something that they're going through and they're like, oh wait, huh? And then all of a sudden there's buy-in. And I would say, boys and girls, I can't make your problems disappear. I'm not a magician. What I do in my office, and also when I come to your classroom, is I'm a counselor. And what I do is I help make your problems that are this big, and I would show like a foot-long sub at Subway, they're this big, I might make it into a six-inch sub or a three-inch sub. I just make it a little bit smaller. And I can't make them disappear, but I make them more manageable. So you don't have to eat the whole foot-long sub because you'll get a bellyache. Instead, you'll just kind of nibble away at it, nibble away at the problem. And that analogy really helped kids because they think that a happier life is a life without stress and without problems. And I have yet to meet a human that is going through life without their 50-50. Now, when you don't push away the 50-50 and you embrace it and you appreciate it and you love on it, even though it hurts and it stings and you don't buffer away from it, then you get more comfortable feeling uncomfortable and then your 50-50 turns more into like 80-20. This works overall in your life and it also works in your relationships. You're not so focused on making XYZ person change because you know that you can't change another person because think about how hard it is for us to change. If I just wanna use my pick every day, that's hard change for me, hard to create a new habit. And I'm working hard at it. I brush, I floss, I pick. Brush, floss, pick. I try to do that morning and night. Sometimes I don't do it morning and night. Sometimes I just do brush floss morning and night. So think about how hard it is when you're trying to change because you have a human brain and after 25-ish, it wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and be efficient and coast and just kind of go on autopilot. Completely normal. So the reason why we listen to our podcast is because we want change, but not change from a place of we're gonna be better when we have that change, but from a place of, oh, this is part of the human experience. When you lean into it, versus resist it and push it away, then it's not holding that beach ball underneath water. And then your life feels more like 80-20. So Facebook grass started when Facebook just exploded and I was going to all these events with other coaches and there was so much compare and despair and they were using Facebook as an evidence for how they weren't good enough. So I would talk to a coach that I literally thought walked on water. I still do. And there's, I could tell you a hundred coaches right now that I think walk on water, literally. And then I would talk to them like, oh my gosh, how's it going? And they would just be like, oh, did you see someone else? else's post? Did you see this? Did you see that? I'm not good enough. And here's evidence as to why. Now they might do it about their family. They might do it about their business. They might do it about their house, how clean or messy it is. They might do it about their income of how they can manage money or a vacation they went on that they didn't get to go on completely normal. So Facebook grass developed with everybody has a highlight reel that they're showing on Facebook. And that is how it's supposed to be. A lot of people don't put their nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff on Facebook, not because they're being fake, but because it's not really content for Facebook because some people have their bosses watching. So if they're complaining about their job, that's not going to lead to a raise or a better work environment. Or maybe they're having a problem with a mother-in-law that is just on their back and just criticizing them and doing backhanded compliments all the time. And they're so stressed out about it. They can't put that on Facebook. She's on Facebook. Or the dad is, or the father-in-law. Or your husband will see him. Like, why are you talking about my mama like that? 
or their mother-in-law's other kids will see it. Do you see why they can't? But it's not from a place of being fake. It's from a place of not wanting to add an atomic bomb to an area that's already stressful. Same with marriages. If you're having a problem with your spouse, putting it on Facebook is not gonna make the problem better. So people think, well, I'm the only one suffering. I'm the only one in pain. I'm the only one, I'm the only one. And in that I'm the only one is where shame and guilt festers. And then we're like, I knew I wasn't good enough. And here's proof. And then you go to all the other places to prove that you're not good enough. And here is why. It's almost like you're creating a case and you're gonna show up in front of Judge Judy and have evidence A, evidence B, evidence C. And while we're talking about Facebook grass, like right now, the Gabby Petito case, are you guys following that? I'm a true crime total junkie. And you can see their Facebook grass there because if you saw their social media before all this went down, and even when the police stopped them, I've watched that 90 minute stop with the body cams of the police officers. Even then, what they heard based on the witnesses versus what Gabby is saying, it's almost like she can't even believe her own Facebook grass is different than what she's putting out there. It's like she's holding on to it so strongly and you can see how polar opposite it is because at that point, she's feeling trapped. She's feeling like, Her business is lined up with Facebook grass. She's trapped in this van with this guy. So she's got to quote unquote, make it work because she's got to make it work for Facebook and the Facebook grass, even though she's on Instagram. Maybe it's YouTube. When I say Facebook grass, I mean all sorts of social media. She has her family back home cheering her on, like wanting this to work. And she wants it to work so badly that she has to put on this facade and she has to like play the game, so to speak, because so much is on the line. And you can see that her stress and all the things when she gets pulled over with the body cams. And she's even covering up then and showing them the Facebook grass that she wants everybody to see because she doesn't want this to all come crumbling down. And she knows that, let's say they had a big blowout. Well, she can't put that on her Facebook because that's going to cause alarm. She's going to upset Brian's parents. She's going to upset her own parents who are probably like, are you sure you're good? And so she just keeps pretending and playing and showing. So you never know what's happening behind the scenes and just know that everybody has their own 50-50 and not that you're wishing it for them at all, but it helps to normalize it in your own mind, in your own heart, in your own life that they're having 50-50. And the less you push away the 50-50 and like you absorb the 50-50 and you're like, okay, this is part of the human experience. And your kids are going to have 50-50. That's when it gets tough. You're like, whoa, okay, now I'm getting the 50-50 for me, but now my kids are. And guess what? Other kids are too, because the brain will go and compare and despair and then either see people as a threat and then want to feel like bigger or see it as a threat and then feel smaller. Usually the latter happens. Usually the guys on Wall Street get puffy and like, oh, you make a million, I'm going to make five million. And then usually moms will be like, see, I'm not good enough. And that's why. And then they use evidence of other people that they see on Facebook as evidence to stand trial of why they're not good enough. So awareness is everything. You've heard the saying, the grass is not greener on the other side because they are having their own 50-50. So if you're comparing yourself to another person's marriage, they might have an amazing marriage, but they're 200,000 in debt from medical bills. You know that saying about if you had all of your problems and you put them in a pile, you would beg for yours back. And I love this quote, whoever always looked for greener grass on the other side will never be able to appreciate the green grass that was right under their feet the entire time. I love this quote. If the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, you can bet the water bill is higher. That is what I'm telling you. If you swap your life with someone else's because they have a better XYZ because of what you see on Facebook, just know that you're trading that better thing for something else that is thriving in your life and not causing you stress. 
because stress is how we grow. You know, when you do any type of weightlifting, the purpose of weightlifting, this is so bizarre to me, is to tear the muscles. So you want to lift, let's say, 10 to 15 pound dumbbell, and you want to lift something that's heavier than you can actually hold. And then you are supposed to do, let's say, bicep curls. And in that process of doing bicep curls, you are supposed to tear and stress out the muscles. Because what happens is you go to sleep, you drink your water, you drink your little post-workout drink, or I drink my little post-workout drink. And then when you wake up, those fibers have to repair themselves. And in that repairing process is where they become stronger and leaner and they burn the fat around the muscle. That's how people create toned muscle. That's how you get abs is by stressing out those muscles so they have to break and tear. And then when they rebuild overnight, over time, the compound effect, they come back better and bigger and stronger. But the muscles, there's nothing wrong with them to begin with, but that is the process of evolving and growing. Now we can just lay on our couch and watch Netflix and eat bonbons. That is completely an option also. That's what the brain wants to do at all times, but our heart has different plans. Our heart wants to evolve into the next version of ourselves. But when we go into the next version of ourselves, it doesn't mean that the previous version, there was something wrong. It's like when we update our apps. This morning, I woke up to 16 updates on different apps. I'm like, what? My apps are working fine. And then I open up one of the apps. I'm like, oh, okay, look at that font. Look at that image I didn't know was there. That's, oh, it's moving smoother. Oh, there's not so many bugs and kinks. And I love the app before the update. And that's what we're doing day in and day out is we're updating it. So when you look at other people's Facebook, social media, Instagram, Twitter, wherever your place is that you go for evidence, just know that that other person, if they are excelling and succeeding in an area, take notes. What can we learn from that person? Versus, yep, they're doing it better. They have it easier. I'm not good enough. They're better than me. I'm a loser. I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and bonbons. I love this quote. I'm too busy working on my own grass to notice if yours is greener. We want other people's grass green. That's why I do our podcast. Because I want to help in an area that used to cause me so much struggle and stress to a point I was crying myself to sleep more nights than I wasn't. Sleeping with heavy, 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 heavy pounds of mommy guilt every single night. And I remember saying to myself, God, if you ever figure this out, and Kelly, if you ever get out of your own way, because I didn't think it was my problem. If you ever figure this out, and God, if you help me through this problem, I promise on the other side, I know I'll be stronger because you're breaking me down right now. My muscles, I could feel the fatigue. I was exhausted. When I tell you exhausted, it doesn't even describe it. I wasn't physically exhausted. I was emotionally exhausted and feeling like a failure every single stinking honking day. And you could tell me I was doing a great job. David could tell me I was doing a great job. My parents, who I adore their opinions, they could tell me I was doing a good job. My sisters, who I think walk on water, and I know they do. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure that they do. They could tell me I was doing an amazing job. My kids could even write me the nicest love letters and mommy, I love you and you're the greatest. And it just fell on deaf ears. I would be so appreciative because they would fill up that bucket and they would give me that little hit of dopamine. Like, okay, they would give me like a sense of relief. Like, okay, maybe I'm not failing at all of this. Okay, okay. And then that would wear off. I'm like, yep, I'm not good enough. And then I would use my children's behavior as evidence to prove what a loser mom I was, how much I was failing because I wanted to be perfect. If I couldn't be perfect, then it wasn't even worth trying. So that's why I share our podcast, not because I'm any better. Please, for the love of baby Jesus, I am just like you. I promise I'm no better, I'm no worse. You don't have to fangirl over me. You don't have to be surprised when I write you back. 
I hear that so, I know you're busy, but, and then I'll write someone back. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're writing me back. I'm fangirling. I'm like, what? I'm so normal. I'm so like you. There's nothing special about me. Meaning I'm special, but you're just as special. So I love the quote by Rumi. My friend Shar uses all the time. And I think Shar has this as her wallpaper. It says, the same light you see in others is shining within you too. So whoever you're fangirling over, just know that that light lives within you too. And I will leave you with this quote because I'm obsessed with quotes and stories and analogies. You may think the grass is greener on the other side, but if you take the time to water your own grass, it would be just as green. Oh, isn't that beautiful? And it's so wild because I help a lot of moms and I hear a lot of problems and it's so wild because I will literally help a mom and she's upset because... Her husband works too much. Okay, let's just use that as an example. He's not making time for the family. My next mom that I help will be about a dad who's around too much and he's not getting a job and she needs him to get a job. And then I'll help another one who's upset because her husband doesn't want another child. And then I'll help another mom and she's upset because her husband wants another child and she doesn't. And I'll help another mom who wants her husband to help out more. And then I'll help another mom whose husband helps out too much and is always riding her tail and on her back. This is the human experience. And I wish you could peer into all the different problems and all the different issues because then you'd be like, oh, I do want my own problems back because there is no life without stress. There isn't no life without problems. That's part of the 50-50 experience. That's the only way we grow because pain is the greatest portal for growth. Our brains don't just naturally change on its own. We usually are in so much pain or so much frustration or so much angst that we're like, okay, enough is enough. I have to make change. And the brain's like, yep, let's do it. And the brain is more on board. So I promise all the Facebook grass that you see out there, that is their highlight reel. And it's supposed to be their highlight reel. My own life is 50-50. I have 50% is incredible and awesome and 50% of problems and stress and anxiety. And oh my goodness, how am I going to figure this one out? And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This is the 50-50. And then the less you push it away and the less you resist it, the more it feels more like 80-20. And a lot of things that are going on that are my 50% muck or the ick or the really, it's hard to share because it's not my story a lot of the times. It might be a friend that is dealing with a medical issue that she doesn't want public, but it's causing me so much stress and anxiety. And I would love to share it to kind of offset some of that stress and get support and get love, but it's not my story. I have lots of moms that I help that are dealing with a lot of friendship issues, but of course they can't put that on Facebook because then it's going to create this friendship issue that they're having and it's going to make it explode. No bueno. They don't not share because they're being fake or phony. They're dealing with so much behind the scenes and they can't share it for a multitude of many reasons. And when you know that about other people and you know that they're going through something that maybe you're going through too, or maybe you're not going through, but there's that connective tissue and that red thread. My friend, Jenny, she's from Sweden. Instead of saying common thread, she called it the red thread. And we were dying laughing. She's like, what's so funny? I'm like, it's common thread. She's like, "Uh, we call it red thread. I'm like, I like red thread better. So the red thread that binds us all is that we're all human. We all want to be loved, seen, heard, valued. We have to give that gift to ourselves first, and then we can give it to others. And that is the red thread that runs through all of us. Because like Rumi says, the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, 
What was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening? I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.